Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast today. These podcasts are brought to you in part by our sponsors, who really truly are what make these podcasts possible every week. O'Fallon Nutrition is a company that I've worked with for over 15 years. They're independently owned and operated, located here in O'Fallon, Missouri, right off of Highway K and Mexico Road. I call this place the Whole Foods of St. Charles County, but even if you are not located on this side of the river, it is still worth the drive. I can remember working all the way down at Powerhouse and still sending people out to O'Fallon Nutrition for their supplements. They are more than a supplement company. You can get grass-fed beef, salad dressing, seasoning for your cooking, uh, hair care products, makeup, uh, deodorant, toothpaste, uh, essential oils, and all the vitamins and minerals that you can think of. If you're looking for clean, whole food nutrition, as well as home care, house care, skin care products, O'Fallon Nutrition is your place. You can take a look at them at O'FallonNutrition.com. Or if you'd like to have something shipped, if you're listening to me from outside of St. Louis, you can certainly have items shipped. I know they do free shipping if it's an order over $50. And the phone number is 636-240-5283. Again, it's O'FallonNutrition.com. As well as if um, preparing your food on a weekly basis is your primary excuse for why you're not able to stay on a good clean eating program, which is something that I hear very regularly from my clients, I would ask you to please take the time to check out Pure Plates. It's pureplatesstl.com. They are a phenomenal place. We get our food from there during the week. They deliver to our integrity location. They will deliver to your house. Uh, They also uh, are just available for pickup. You can go to their Chesterfield location or their Kirkwood location and just pick up meals for the day as well as um, just having them delivered right to your door. So if preparing your food is your main excuse for why you cannot stay on a healthy eating program, then I would suggest just stop by Pure Plates. Just try it. If you're trying to lower your blood pressure, you're trying to lower your cholesterol, you're trying to get your blood sugar down, try to do Pure Plates meals for a week and just see how different you feel. These are organic meals. They are gluten-free. If you need them to be, they can be dairy-free. They are soy-free. You're not taking any processed sugars or meat curing agents or preservatives. They really truly believe in nutrient dense meals that are just whole food nutrition. And I've had my clients or I've made recommendations for my clients for years at Pure Plates. It's pureplatesstl.com or you can call them to ask questions at 636-778-3555. Again, remembering that they have a location in Chesterfield as well as in Kirkwood that you can just run by and pick up a meal today. Everyone always asks me where I get my meat from, and given that I really eat meat on a daily basis, um, typically beef primarily, uh, my meat is very important to me. I have an autoimmune condition, and I want grain-free, corn-free meat, and I just haven't found the confidence in stores in knowing that I'm getting 100% grass-fed, grass-finished beef. And I have searched and searched and searched for the right farm, and I have found the farm. It's fedfromthefarm.com, fed, F-E-D, from the farm.com. These 
farmers are amazing. It's a it's it's a family. They're they're here in Missouri and they have the desire just like I do to see people well and to see people healthy and they put a lot into what they do. It's such a wonderful family to support. They do uh, offer 100% grass finished, grass fed, meaning that's it. Uh, a beef and I get my ribeyes, I get uh, you know my ground beef, my ground sirloin, I get my chuck roast. I mean, they basically have everything. They even have awesome jerky, but they also have eggs. They have chickens and they have turkey. I'm planning on getting a turkey uh, for Thanksgiving. And if you'd like lamb, they have that as well. Uh, But if you are in need of good quality grass-fed, grass-finished beef or quality eggs, chicken, turkey, uh, don't don't just settle for what you're getting at the local store. to go out on the internet and check out Fed from the Farm, uh, that you can arrange a pickup or you can have it delivered to your for, for to your home, and I can guarantee you you're going to taste the difference. Uh, for me, it my health actually depends on it, so I really thank God to have found such a great farmer. FedFromTheFarm.com. I hope it blesses you. Welcome to Faith, Fuel, and Fitness, the Integrity Way, with your hosts, John and Debbie Morris from Integrity Training Systems. Good afternoon, everybody. John and Debbie Morris with Integrity Health Systems today. We have a very special guest with us, Dr. Bashima Williams. Welcome to the show. Thanks, John and Debbie, and thank you so much for having me. Oh, this we're is a excited lot of fun. that you're here. It is. It, <laughs> it is a good time. It's fun to sit in the room with everybody. You know, Drew's over here. It's a good time, these guys. <laughs> um, Dr. Bashima is very special to us. She is very good at what she does. Uh, she's actually... Uh, Debbie's doctor and helps a lot with a lot of issues that Debbie goes through. If you've listened to our show before, you know that that is a long list that she has to deal with on a regular basis, and she fights every day to be better. Dr. Bashima is someone that helps her with that. And Dr. Bashima, I know you do a lot in your practice, um, but something that you spend a lot of time with is hormones. So I just want to talk a little bit about what got you into hormones and why you chose to get into them. So the reason I got into hormones um, probably about 22 years ago, and when I say get into hormones, what I mean is more than what medical school taught us, more than just prescribing, you know, prescriptions and kind of really digging deep into why were my patients having these crazy symptoms that I didn't learn about in medical school. And I knew my patients, you know, I was listening to them and there was a consistent story. And I would say that probably... Um, the perimenopausal woman, the woman going through the changes, that going through the changes was a gray zone. No one knew what to do with those women. And literally you could have somebody crying one minute, very irritable. I've had so many women tell me, I don't even want to live with myself. I'm so mean and so moody. And that period of life, I didn't understand why they were going through that. So digging and what I found was so remarkable in terms of just you know that kind of opened up a whole can of worms in terms of bioidentical hormones estrogen hormone the the equine estrogen um, hormones which literally were getting hormones from a horse that just sounds so kind of barbaric in a way but um never felt comfortable using those hormones um so yeah so I kind of kind of opened up the world and it all started with 
why is my patient feeling like this and why can no one help them? Well, I think that's great too, because even when you talk about like the highs and lows or, or not wanting to be around yourself, there's a lot of other things that can be assumed to be the issue, you know, and you can almost band-aid treat that. But if you're not hitting it on the level that you're talking about, you're not going to actually remedy the situation. You're just going to be putting a, a, a stop to maybe, okay, now I'm not as anxious today or I'm, I'm not as rude today because I've taken this medication, right. but I'm not actually being better. And I've found that uh, with some, with many clients, in fact, that their doctors really don't even run their hormones. I'm the one actually saying, I really think you need to have a hormone panel run. You right. know, me as their you right. know, health coach, you know, I'm, I'm right. actually saying, you know, I'm going to help you with your nutrition, but I think you need to have someone take a look at your hormones. Absolutely. You know? And there's and those two, nutrition and hormones are married. Yes. You know, oh, I absolutely. mean, women who don't have a lot of hot flashes, it's generally because their diet is so good. Right. It's not because they're not going through you know, menopause, they are, yes. but, but they're, they're going to tolerate it better if their diet is better. But John, to your point, so many women get diagnosed with depression around right. that time that's what I miss. and anxiety. And yeah, is there a depression, anxiety? You bet, because that's sure. one of the symptoms of menopause. But when you go through perimenopause, you have the fluctuations of estrogen with a generally low progesterone. Um, and that's what causes the ups and downs. And then to your point, Debbie, um, it's not just checking the hormones, but also checking them at the right time. Sure. So, yes. you know, I'll have patients tell me they have no hormones. <clears throat> and, you know, it's because their hormones were, you know, with their labs, it's because their hormones were checked, you know, in the early phase of their period, not the second phase, sure. which is where it should be checked. So just having all of that, the, there's a, it's very dynamic. Yes. It's also very difficult. Because as the woman is changing, you have to know and expect that as a provider who does hormone manipulation. And you want to do it in a way that is safe for them. And, you know, so that's eventually what that that was eventually why I started going down this road. I didn't choose to go down that road, but I also couldn't ignore these people that were going through this. And then plus I was in my, you know, late 20s, early 30s. And I'm like, I'm 15 years away from that and I better (laughs) figure it out right now. Right. So (laughs) here we are. Right. And I feel like it's been a stumbling block in helping folks, you know, in doing nutrition for at least the past 20 years, uh, a stumbling block is let's keep working at it. Let's get the exercise involved. Let's make all these changes with your food. Okay, why do we keep hitting a wall? What is happening? You know, and, and I feel like a lot of times it's because those hormones really are not in balance. Now, it doesn't even necessarily mean that a person has to be going through menopause. I mean, I can remember in my 30s being estrogen dominant having an extraordinary amount of estrogen in my system and having to take you know things to reduce that and that was coming from external sources but when I would start to talk uh, to ladies in particular not so much men but to ladies about hormones there is just such a fear about hormones and what will happen if you take hormones I don't know if it's the traditional medicine model to just sort of apply this immediate fear that you will end up with cancer if you take hormones you know but I mean how do you break past I guess as a doctor and knowing that you are a functional medicine doctor and you truly are trying to get at the root of what is going on with someone which is why I refer folks to you but like how do you get past that fear you know and 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 what do you think that fear is I mean where's that coming from so a lot of my patients who are not on hormone replacement therapy but they're seeking my opinion simply because they just can't take it anymore. 
So right. now they've always been afraid to use it, but now they're at that point right. where they can't take another sleepless night or mm -hmm. their libido doesn't exist or they're having hot flashes all night long or they can't focus. And, you know, and even more seriously, the bone loss, the memory loss, the cognitive dysfunction, all of that. Um, when they get to a point where even that they're willing to face the fears finally, it's that education that you give them that hormones done properly does not increase your risk of breast cancer, does right. not increase your risk of heart disease, and in fact, it lowers it. But everything kind of went back to um, the early 2000s when the WA, there's a study called the Women's Health Initiative, WHI, it's a huge study, and they came out with this report falsely saying that um, hormone replacement therapy causes breast cancer and increases your risk of heart disease. And abruptly, almost overnight, every woman started getting off her hormone therapy. And I remember this because I was in practice back then. Right. And I remember getting phone calls. Um, I'm going to start my hormones. I'm going to stop my hormones. And I'm like, why are women making decisions based yes. on media right. and yes. without even researching and looking into the studies? Yes. Right. Right. I find that like even with, um, you know, we, we talked about women there, Deb, but even with men, you'll find this fear of, I get told, well, I don't want to do that because I've heard that if I do hormone replacement, I have to do it for the rest of my life. And that always cracks me up because that's what I've had to do. I, my pituitary gland doesn't work. It got shut off because I was a cage fighter, took enough hits, and my natural total testosterone is under 100 when I don't replace. And so I do replacement, but the idea of that, it's like, well, the reason you're wanting to take hormone replacement is because you're not sleeping well, you're irritable, you don't have any energy. You know, I'm running through all of these symptoms and I'm like, do you want to deal with that for the rest of your life? Because mm -hmm. that's what you're going to do when you say, I don't want to have to replace my hormones for the rest of my life. It's like, right. you're already in a bad spot. We're not talking about athletic enhancement here. We're not talking about, well, I'm going to bring something in to be a little bit stronger, a little bit faster, maybe get a little extra uh, recovery out of my sleep. We're talking about fixing an issue yep. that's occurring. Yeah. So it's like, you're going to deal with one or the other for the rest of your life. So in my opinion, if you can medically get yourself in a better position, that's the best thing you can do but as we just stated there's just such a stigma around that you know like we even have uh, a client who they want to do a bodybuilding competition but because they want to do this bodybuilding competition they're not allowed to do hormone replacement but they are suffering like they are actually suffering with a lot of the issues you just talked about they're menopausal they're going mm -hmm. through all these things but they would rather give up on feeling better to do the show. And it's just this strange concept to me. You know, you'll get people like, well, I don't want to do hormone replacement, but I will eat garbage. And that's actually messing me up more than the hormone replacement allegedly right. will. But I'll continue to do these things, yeah. but I won't replace my hormones. Well, I think education is just key. And I know yes. um, in working with you, uh, you know, as my personal doctor, that's just mm -hmm. been what's really helped me the most is just being able to it and devise a plan together, go over all of the symptoms that I'm experiencing, and then and just truly set forth like a, a good solid plan for healing and not just have this expectation that's going to happen overnight, but it's just going to take a wide variety of different angles. Mm -hmm. And that's why we wanted to bring Dr. Pashima on today because we wanted to help you to understand that there could be a path that you're not considering, or you could be shrinking back and feeling some fear and 
actually not making a choice and not committing to something that could be making an impact on your health. And so what we want to talk about moving forward is a little bit more detailed work on the hormones and just mm -hmm. kind of where they come from, you know, how that's based out of functional medicine and, and just get people a little bit more comfortable with making the choice of if you're even considering doing hormone replacement therapy. Now for more information on Dr. Bashima Williams, you can go to beingfunctional.com and for more information on us at Integrity Training Systems, you can go to integritytrainingsystems.com or give us a call at 636-299-2208. Welcome back, everybody. John and Debbie Morris with Integrity Health Systems in studio today with our special guest, Dr. Bashima Williams. We're talking a lot about hormones, uh, hormone replacement, and I'd like to just jump right into this, Dr. Bashima. We mm -hmm. were talking about a little bit on break why people call you. Some of the I, I know why I do hormone replacement, but if you can just give us with your experience. Why do people usually call you for hormone replacement? So for hormones, and we're going to focus mostly on menopause, perimenopause, yeah. and menopause. Menopause yes. is the male term for menopause. What's funny is I actually say that, and I didn't know that was like yeah. a real term. I always say, <laughs> that's awesome. It's real. It really it's is. Real. I'm yeah. smarter than you wow. thought. Now, now, like, wow. Yeah. And no. now, as Debbie mentioned earlier, we do see patients in their 20s and 30s and 40s with other things, PCOS sure. being one of the most common. Yes, for sure. Um, ovarian failure, things like that. So outside of the scope of that conversation, we're talking strictly on, you know, the change of life period. Yes. So I actually just wrote a um, little piece uh, in my Instagram and LinkedIn called I Love Hot Flashes because hot <laughs> flashes make people call. So that's one yes. a big mm -hmm. one. Hot flashes, mm -hmm. night sweats. So we call these feelable symptoms, meaning, sure. yeah, meaning you can feel them and you can deal with them for so long and then you're like, I need to get help. Right. So, you know, there are night sweats, insomnia, irritability, mood swings, vaginal dryness, painful intercourse. I actually just had a patient that we share um debbie who reached out to us that mm -hmm. said she can actually be intimate with her husband without you know cringing that's right. so that's Absolutely. a really that's a really big, a big deal, deal. It, it is, is. Yeah. it's a quality of life measure and that's yes. that's what we're talking about here is quality of life measures yes um you know i think people just get accept they just it's they, they accept accepted it this is just what it's like to age right because right. they're talking to right. other people that have the same problems like well this is just yeah. this so is now, just part of life yeah so right. hopefully now when people talk they're like hey you know what? There's a solution, yes. and there is. So, yes. so you know, um, weight gain is a huge one, and of course, that's linked in with that's what gets people in the door because they yes. feel it. Yes. But what they don't realize is the insulin resistance and the metabolic syndrome and all of that right. stuff that's happening behind the scenes. Um, low libido, that's a big one. Fatigue, sure. especially with men, that's one of the biggest reasons why we get men in. Yes. Um, you know, right. um, and their libido and signs of aging, sagging skin. Yes. Yes. Um, so then we, I always like to address the invisible symptoms because that's another, the listening to all my patients and then also having a significantly high family history of heart disease in my family. Um, and I knew that hormones affected your heart somehow, right. um, but we weren't really clear on how and to what degree and what we have to do to actually improve it. So, um, so the invisible symptoms, the things that you may not see until you're like, oh, oh my gosh, I'm having a heart attack. So decrease in coronary heart heart disease, um, decrease in um, 
and bad cholesterol, increase in good cholesterol, lowers blood pressure, so lots of cardiovascular benefits. Sure. Um, bone benefits, um, decreasing osteoporosis, you know. Um, because if you, so what you are saying is if I don't have enough estrogen, then I'm putting myself more at risk for a heart attack. Right. Because I have, you know, both of my parents have had heart attacks. Right. right. Um, if I do not have enough estrogen, and we're just talking estrogen specifically at this moment. Well, yeah, and I would like to say that probably estrogen progesterone balance. So okay. that's actually right. really important to balance those two hormones because if you have too much of one, it can actually outdo the. You sure. Know. So it's really important to have them in balance. Right. So that you know, with the cardiovascular concerns, all of those concerns, you're saying those are those are our silent triggers. Those are yes. actually happening if we do not have enough hormones. Right. Right. Wow, that's you know that's scary. In that's itself. what gets me I don't so think excited. People realize that. Yeah. I mean, what that I don't see where that's communicated. Well, I don't you either. Know, I mean, we, I just I I don't see where anyone's telling me, hey, we, you're at higher risk of a heart attack if you if you don't have enough hormones. I think we see two layers of this too because we obviously deal with health with you know Debbie's nutrition program and trying to just help people with overall health but we're also in the fitness world you know and in the fitness world uh, hormones are commonly referred to as steroids it's two completely different things yeah. but the problem is um, situations like this I had a heart attack when I was 26 now I have no hereditary issues with heart disease anywhere in my in my family tree however I was overweight and I did have some health issues coming from that but because of my head trauma and how low my testosterone was I had a bro in the gym and I did anabolic steroids for a stint during the time that I had a heart attack yeah. now here's the thing I was awesome an estrogen blocker because if you're a male in yeah. the fitness industry you're told that if you take testosterone especially synthetic you have to block that estrogen or it's going to get too high the problem is we're not tracking this you know yeah. we're not doing blood panels like we're also taking things that are not being prescribed from a actual farm or that's even coming from. Yeah. So I look back and I'm like, well, shoot, you know, the doctors thought I had a heart attack because I was overweight and stress and all the things going on. But it's like, I could have given myself that. My point with that is, if you're walking around and you're out of balance, much like I made myself in my 20s, think of the risk of that, mm -hmm. you know? So don't be afraid to do the appropriate hormone therapy because the appropriate hormone therapy is actually going to protect you against a situation like right. that. Because you're gonna create that balance for somebody. That's right. And you know, um, I think those silent killers yes. are, it, a lot of times it's a family history of, for example, Alzheimer's dementia. Hormone therapy can prevent Alzheimer's dementia. That's There's great. studies on that. And so it's like when mom gets diagnosed with Alzheimer's, now all of a sudden that daughter is in my office. Right. Because right. now they're educated on that. And up until then, they're miseducated or they just don't know. Right. They just don't know. And so, um, so that's actually what really gets me excited about doing hormone replacement therapy because I'm looking at, you know, a physician shouldn't look at just today. Yes. We should be looking at five and 10 years from now. That's great. Right. And so, um, which I you know, feel is what functional medicine does, you right. know, which is fantastic. Right. but it's just not the typical you know model Approach. for medicine but even even understanding even with what I do for a living you know just knowing that you can't
can protect someone against potentially going down that path, you know, from an Alzheimer's standpoint, I mean, just with hormones. And I'm sure, you know, there's a lot of other things we can do with your food. There's a lot of different things we can do, but just more education on, on, you know, get gaining that knowledge and understanding that yes, there are things that we can be doing to protect ourselves from these, this level of disease. I just don't think enough of that's getting Mm -hmm. talked about. So I'm glad we were talking about that. I would also like to talk about the bone density aspect as well, because when we do go to the doctor, we are being given a protocol for calcium, basically, and then maybe even some higher end medications. So after the break, I'd like to kind of talk about what are the hormones actually doing? Like, how are they protecting my heart? How are they protecting my bones? You know, I'd like to get into a more slightly more in-depth discussion about what's actually happening. What type of hormones? What do I need to take? You know, and how do I get that protection? Especially if, you know, uh, I have more, if I'm more prone to having bone density issues or I'm more prone to having cardiovascular issues, I want to know what are those specifics I need to be looking for? Yeah, I think that's important because I just think like uh, Dr. Bashima is saying, there's so much misinformation and just there's not a teaching or a knowledge of it out there. Not enough that people can find it on their own. For more information on Dr. Bashima Williams, you can take a look at beingfunctional.com. And for more information on a six-month nutrition program with us at Integrity Training Systems, you can give us a call at 636-299-2208 or take a look at us at IntegrityTrainingSystems.com. everybody john and debbie morris with integrity health systems with our guest dr bashima williams in studio today talking a lot about hormones and really the point of our show is to try to bring information and data like we were talking about in the last segment before we went to break i feel like a large part of the issue with people's situations and their health nowadays it's not even um not having the data sometimes it's just the amount of data that's out there there's so much you google something and google tells you you're dying of something you know it's like what do you listen to so what we like to do is we like to make a point to actually give you that information it's it's why we like to work with people like dr bashima it's why debbie's nutrition program is six months long because it's not about just giving you a meal plan that you can sustain for a short period of time and getting you a little bit better or losing a little bit of weight it's about teaching you so that you can learn how to live the rest of your life so on break we were talking a little bit about just the different types of hormones and dr bashima i just want to let you kind of inform our audience what the different types of hormones are and why it's so important for us to even pay attention to that okay thanks john like what um, our options are yeah you know, we want to get let's say we just we're, we're not scared anymore and we want okay. to get hormone replacement <laughs> therapy right yeah Which okay then then you know i'd be more scared of heart disease you right know? so right i know, agree but, i mean uh, but that's why i'm what on do hormones. we do now you know where okay. do we go who do we go to because by there's a lot of yeah. options now yeah. i mean now there's places everywhere yeah and to me there's a lot of business models based around it so that's yeah. always concerning yeah you know? it's a little it's a little daunting for mm-hmm. sure so number one um, 
um, when I start patients on hormones, um, obviously I'm going to go through your entire history, make sure you're a good candidate. Um, sometimes I'll do genetic testing to look at different liver detox pathways so we can upregulate good estrogen metabolism. That's good. We don't just willy-nilly put people on hormones. So right. that's so number good. one is right. doing that detailed history, that yes. first visit, getting the appropriate labs back. Um, and then number two, education on what xenoestrogens are. Xeno for foreign estrogen, foreign estrogens. Xenoestrogens are really bad. That's the things that are found in plastics. So we get eliminate all plastic containers, plastic water bottles, BPA on receipts, um, don't cook in plastic, all that kind of stuff, um, um, and all the chemicals around, don't eat burned meat, fi- right. all those things are xenoestrogens. Xenoestrogens take the place of estrogen receptors in your body and therefore stimulate the cells the same way as estrogen would be. So if you have a, quote, normal amount of estrogen, but you're having estrogen-dominant symptoms, it may not be because you're making mm-hmm. too much estrogen, maybe that you have too much xenoestrogens. Yes. Um, and then next, I That's work good. on... Um, work on diet diet is huge so we work on what i can do to help people you know make those right choices and maybe we can discuss that a little bit later but then it comes down to okay you're a great candidate for hormone therapy what are we going to do so it differs between a man and a woman for a man i actually love um testosterone pellets and i would um highly recommend they go visit my husband at um his medical facility ultra wellness medical in um really close to where integrity health is yeah (laughs) so um so that's and that's actually relatively pretty easy as long as you've done everything else and you guys do a really great job at you know sort of prepping the patient with diet exercise lifestyle changes that we would implement otherwise now um if it's a woman it's a little more complex because you know what we're more complex right so um so for females we start with estrogen are you a good sort are you a good candidate for estrogen and if you are now we have to decide which one there's two basic types of estrogen there's the um, synthetic estrogens that are made to to look like our natural estrogen that's what the bioidentical hormone is okay Okay. now we can also extract that from what we call phytoestrogens phyto for plant estrogen so phytoestrogens you know things um estrogen compounds that look like estrogen that are natural and actually good for you so we promote phytoestrogen usage things like um yams for example sure but then there's also the quote natural estrogen this is where it gets confusing for women natural estrogen that comes from natural sources like a horse's urine is not bioidentical to our. Sure. <laughs> you should oh, see Debbie's but it's face right my now. Face. <laughs> yeah. It was like yeah. a natural yeah. Elvis lip yeah. raise. I yeah. didn't even do it. It just yeah. happened. Like, oh. So that is actually what the Women's Health Initiative study was based on conjugated equine estrogen, which is significantly, significantly stronger than our own bioidentical hormones. So, right. so that's number one. Number one is what type of estrogen? Obviously, I'm favoring the bioidentical hormones. Number two, with estrogen in particular, you have a choice of topical estrogen or oral estrogen. And never, ever, ever use oral estrogen unless you know you absolutely have to. I have no one on oral estrogen except for two patients who were on it before. Okay. They even saw me, and they're both in their 80s. They're doing great on it. But oral estrogen does, you do have to use four times more the amount with oral estrogen than you do oh, wow. if you're using it topical because it gets degraded and the liver steals a lot of it. Right. So it's right. called first right. pass in the liver. So you have to use a lot more when you're using oral to get the same effects as topical. So then there, that leads topical. There's two types of topicals. One is a cream and the other is a um, patch. Okay. You can also do a slow release estrogen pellet. 
Okay. Yes, I've heard um, of those too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you can so do how any do you feel one about of those. The estrogen pellets. I mean, you know, do you feel um, like it, it's effective for everyone? No, I, mean, could, I think okay. that. Yeah, I think that the there's benefits to everything. So my favorite is the cream because then I can use a combination of estradiol. And E3 cream, estriol, um, and estriol has a beautiful calming effect. Yes. So especially for my patients that are up and down with their moods and irritable and can't sleep, it's a great combination. I get That's to great. John. That would be good for you, don't you think? <laughs> okay. No. We're talking about women right okay. now. Okay. <laughs> John was easy. Remember? Don't, don't be, don't be, talk, don't be talking. John's a little shot once every three months. Yeah, I'm always in a good mood. I'm a sweetheart. All right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I just, well, you have to be careful. Too much testosterone can be really can right, really sure. make you irritated right, and, yeah sure. so um so there's a cream you can use my favorite one is biased um and i have a compounding pharmacy usually make that for me and then there's also the patch okay. um and that comes in several different and it's the patch the the advantage to the patch is it's really easy you just throw one on twice a week sure. not a big deal the bad thing about the patch is it's only estradiol which is a bioidentical still but it's just that one estrogen you don't have a combination sure patch yes. um, and then of course if you're really really if like compliance is a really big deal then go for a really tiny dose of the of the um, pellet right. Um, right it's okay and that's also bioidentical right. so Meaning, they're all by you remember to right, put the cream on or will you remember to put the patch on or that sort of thing that's which a, surprisingly that's, clients really have a hard time that's a that. historical yeah. struggle for mm -hmm. me even with when i would do injectables for testosterone is you know i would need to do twice a week and then all of a sudden i'm in the second week and realize i missed two sometimes three of that and we just joked about being irritable but what's fascinating is I'm not irritable when I'm on my hormones replacement, on my testosterone. I'm irritable when I'm not. So like you're saying, you know, it's like when that when that dip is there and you're not in the appropriate place from your hormones, that's where my irritability comes in because I'm not sleeping, I'm not recovering. Like there's so many things to that. And I always think that's hysterical because people look at me and I usually have a giant beard and I'm a bigger guy. So like, oh, all the testosterone in this room. And I'm like, you have no idea. Like <laughs> I'm probably lower than your grandma. You know, it's like, but it's, that, that's just like, we talk about that's the uh, the misunderstanding and yeah. the misinformation about what hormones are really doing for you test testosterone estrogen you know progesterone all of that you know it's like you don't realize how in depth our bodies rely on these things for and, so many different and things. also i guess would you mind touching on progesterone because i don't if you're i've gone years and not had anyone even think about my progesterone yeah, yeah. you know and, and then and, and, yeah and, and so, so you yeah you know, i mean you're the first person yeah. to be like okay so you your progesterone is non-existent yeah Betty. yeah well that's a problem <laughs> yeah for, that is for a, problem. a lot of different reasons so many different you know, reasons so. yeah so having that hormone balance is really important right? Right, right um and i always say progesterone polices the estrogen so when you make when you have no progesterone and you have unopposed estrogen then estrogen is going to kind of do whatever it wants to do plus progesterone so so number one just going back to the hormone choices you have yes. so then the last hormone that we um use well the second to the last in women first in men is testosterone and women we start with estrogen and progesterone and then we fold in testosterone okay. generally is how that works um, because you want to make sure your estrogen receptors are good and ready in order for the testosterone to really work okay, okay. so um yeah so Progesterone, 
um, oral is the best route. It is not like estrogen that gets stolen by the liver, and it actually affects the good, happy receptors in your brain when you take it orally, and it's a lot more, um, uh, it's well-absorbed, um, no problem with taking it orally. That's the only way I prescribe it. You can get it by a cream. I don't recommend that. But, you know, if you're thinking about doing estrogen, then you really need to have someone looking at your progesterone, 100%. Right? I mean, and it's it shouldn't not, well, just be, oh, well, oh then, get yeah. on estrogen. And the, mis- and the misconception is, is, oh, if I don't have a uterus, I don't need a progesterone. The only reason why doctors started, you know, if you look at the history of hormones in the, in the 80s and 90s, is when um, HRT therapy really took off. All of a sudden, women were having periods with estrogen only. Right. And yes. then they said, oh, if we just put these women on progesterone, we'll be fine. And they were. They weren't having breakthrough bleeding anymore. problem is, is that that's true if only the uterus had progesterone receptors, and that's not the case. There's pro- uh, progesterone receptors everywhere. It's one of the reasons why my women who go on hormones finally sleep all night because now that progesterone is affecting that part of their brain that's helping them sleep and be more calm and also when you take progesterone it actually affects the type of estrogen receptors your body makes so now you're making more estrogen receptor betas which are the calming estrogens and less of the accelerators which is what causes the breast to you know get tender and big and things like that so you know and this is an art if this was like, hey, yes. same dose works for everyone, right. it'd be yes. really easy. Absolutely. But it's not. And and you have to know, oh, this person's having breast tenderness. What's causing yes. that? What can I do about it? It could be that they don't have enough progesterone, or it could be that they have too much estrogen. I, you know? I, I think that's the issue that, like we mentioned earlier, it's like now you're seeing this almost, it's kind of strange. You're seeing like a trend into hormone replacement. So like Deb said, you're seeing these pop-up locations. And what I challenge people to do is, you've obviously listened to Dr. Bashima talk. If you're going to go to someone and it's not her for hormone replacement, make sure they can talk the same way. Because if they're just looking Looking at a lab and just looking at those totals, here's your total testosterone, here's your total estrogen, and they're not differentiating all those things we've just discussed, are you actually getting what you need? It's no different than what we do for a living. You know, with personal training, when I watch personal trainers, there are trainers out there that run their clients through, you may have 12 hours of clients and they go through the exact same workouts. Is that designed for you? It can give personal training a bad rap. It can give hormone replacement a bad rap. But if you really seek out someone that's good in their craft, you're gonna listen to that type of communication and you stand to benefit so greatly. I mean, you're looking at that long-term, like Dr. Bashima said, it's not even just about the now, which is important, but what's five, 10, 15 years from now? And I think that when I'm trying to refer client, you know, I, I've referred a number of my clients to Dr. Bashima uh, because they they need someone to really get into the, to, to, to the struggle with them. Yes. I mean, they're just not getting answers. And I want someone that'll go all the way back to the beginning and really just get at the base of it with them. But it's so easy to give a client uh, medication for cholesterol or for blood pressure medication or calcium or, you know, for uh, overall for inflammation, not getting to the base of it. So someone like Dr. Bishima, she's going to say, okay, I, I need to look at your hormones. I need to look at your, your blood panel. I want to go over the whole scope of everything and try to figure out what could be the reason. And I would just really suggest if you are not working from a functional uh, perspective with your health or with your medicine, I would seriously consider it if you're still coming up with loose ends and you're not getting those answers and those solutions that you 
you're that you're needing in order to truly get well. For more information on Dr. Bishima, you can go to beingfunctional.com. And for more information on a six-month nutrition program with us at Integrity Training Systems, you can give us a call at 636-299-2208 or take a look at us at integritytrainingsystems.com. everybody, John and Debbie Morris with Integrity Health Systems here in studio with Dr. Bashima Williams talking a lot about hormones thus far uh, and functional medicine and how it ties together. I think what we want to do now is I always talk about finding a baseline in what we do. So when I talk about people's health and people's fitness in our gym, I talk about getting to a baseline. Someone comes in and they talk about, you know, well, I'm having this reaction and I'm tired and, you know, my muscles hurt, my joints hurt and I don't feel like I'm recovering, right? I always refer them to Debbie for food and say, okay, let's get your food clean. Let's get your food clear. Let's make sure you're exercising right and then see what problems we have because then we can start to target and treat the next steps of what we do. And I think, uh, Dr. Bashima, you've kind of said the same thing. You do hormones, you get people to that baseline, you get them healthy, you get them well, but there are next steps. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about what your next steps are and some of the other things you do. Great. Um, so I say the same thing, except I say let's push the restart button. Awesome. And here That's and good. here's why. Um, from a functional medicine perspective, every single one of my patients, I see them from that lens, not as, oh, they need hormones. Oh, they need their gut, heal, or whatever it is. Yeah. Because you want to look at the whole entire picture. So somebody might come in for hormones, but then they have a horrible gut. So we actually kind of put a pause on the hormones for a little That's bit, great. and we heal the gut first because Man. we know know that if your gut is better you may not even have hormone issues and that's especially true for you know our younger um, population Um, if you're coming in for um, hormones however and that's that you know you're menopausal and we want to start you on hormones we'll definitely look at your diet too we'll definitely look at leaky gut things Um, from a functional medicine perspective we're always looking at root cause of illness um, menopause is not an illness it's a phase in our life that we go through that we have advanced technology now that we can hopefully prevent some diseases that's the whole goal right that's what we've been talking about but um not having i think that's the goal not having hormone replacement therapy what's happening at the cellular level right um and how how is disease advancing you know why is it that so many women have an autoimmune disease develop after they've had major hormone changes in their life and the two periods of their of that time in their lifespan is when they've had kids and when they go through menopause why is it women develop that belly after they go through menopause what's causing that and i swear they're not eating more right Um, that's what they tell me enough and a lot of times they stop eating because they're like my Mm -hmm. pants don't fit me like they used to and it's always that belly fat um, that is so troublesome to them why is that what's happening at the cellular level that's advocating more inflammation more weight gain more fatigue so what's really happening is that sudden drop in estrogen um, desensitizes cells, for example, and in, in, in this case, we're going to focus on maybe metabolic syndrome, desensitizes the cells to insulin. So your body literally has to make a lot more insulin 
in order to get the glucose into the cells, you know, so that you can actually turn glucose into energy. Glucose outside of the cells is a toxin. So now we have inflammation because glucose outside of the cells causing inflammation. We have have a hormone that's pro-growth and insulin causing um, weight gain. And now we have a perfect setup for future diabetes. Um, And so, and now you've, now you're diabetic and now you've at substantially increased risk of heart disease and Alzheimer's dementia. You know, type three diabetes is Alzheimer's dementia. Yeah. So, so yeah, hormones are super important for um, for um, reducing inflammation. And I think that's interesting to point out that there's there's two layers of that. You know, that can be occurring, and then you have these people that are like, "Well, I'm just not going to eat then." And it's like, no, we're beyond that as an option of cutting the belly fat. I mean, maybe when you were 20, I mean, maybe right. you quit eating and your body will uh, absorb that that belly fat. But we're actually dealing with something on a level where, like you said, Deb, sometimes you'll see a lack of consumption and the belly might even be more so. And it's like, that gets confusing. I mean, people get confused by that because they think fat is just to what's put in, but what is occurring in your body can adjust that as well. I just think it's important to be able to have a doctor that, I mean, I I cannot even tell you in the past five years, we've had our location in Winghaven for eight years, but in just the past five years, I get referrals so often for clients that have Hashimoto's. Yes. Now, granted, I work with folks with auto, all different types of autoimmune, but I, I can't even count the amount of clients I work with the Hashimoto's. And it's just this, all of a sudden, they just realize they have Hashimoto's. Now, thankfully, they have a doctor that was willing to run the thorough blood work to identify that. There are a number of clients that I just refer out and say, I really think you have something more than just hypothyroidism. You know what I mean? Right. But something is happening that's triggering folks to just suddenly end up with an autoimmune condition. Now, granted, there are gut issues. There's a there's a whole spectrum of, of reasons. It's the type of food that we eat. It's our lack of movement. But I really like being able to put my clients with someone that I know is not just going to say, okay, yes, you do. We are going to run a hormone panel. Yes, you do need hormones. Let's do hormones. Because if you are not trying to identify the other items, all these other items, we're, we're really still not going to help them. Yeah. The, I mean, the hormones might not even truly fully help them if some of the other items are not addressed in the background. Well, and it could make them worse. So um, I've had a lot of patients, I've had a lot of women um, with pellet therapy um, come to my office oh, yes. post pellet therapy mm-hmm. because they do feel worse. And for them, the, the, the disadvantage of pellet therapy is, and that's why I was specific in saying low dose pellet therapy initially, right. because right. the problem with getting too much is you can't take it out. Right. right. And then exactly. you have to, it just sucks to have to live through those. Oh, months definitely. Yes. with definitely. too much estrogen and, and then, then all the comes effects. From it, right, exactly. Right. Yeah. And or uh, too much testosterone, you know. But uh, I have, I think, two clients from you, referred from you, that, you know, Dr. Pashima basically said, I think you need to see Debbie first. You know, I would love to yeah. help you, but y- what you really need is to get your food right, you know, I mean, because at the end of the day, you have so many different symptoms. 
And you could probably control 50% of those symptoms just by regulating a person's diet, putting them on an anti-inflammatory diet. Right, and putting them on hormones would be the wrong thing to do in those patients. With the bad food. Right, right. I think for me, I know we don't have a lot of a segment left here, so I won't climb all the way up on this soapbox, but that's also why it's so important for us as a world, as a nation, to start paying attention to how we're feeding our kids. Yeah. You know, because we're watching all of these hormonal shifts in kids like I, I read an article about a an eight-year-old having a period or I mean it was crazy young it was eight or nine I don't remember the exact age but and then you're watching little boys that are having uh, estrogen uh, imbalances and having more uh, feminine physical features because of that and then it's not just about the the visual appearance but what's actually occurring inside of the body because of that and so not only do you have these uh, these hormone imbalances but then you have these these gut issues so if you're talking about microbiome and issues in the gut and all the thing that's coming from that, such as perhaps a reason that you're going to refer someone to Debbie to correct that. It's like, if we don't get on top of this right now with our kids and start getting people straight, then the amount of these cases, like you're pointing out, that are occurring are just going to skyrocket. I mean, we're already in women seeing this because of having kids in menopause, right? So it's like, you've got two things that if you're going to be a parent or, you know, you're going to age, you're already dealing with that. We don't want to add to that. Like, you don't you don't want to create a situation where more people are dealing with something that they don't have to deal with because of a lack of information I would, data. I would just say for for from a, a health coach perspective it has really been a blessing to feel like I have a doctor that is willing to work with me and high you know will highly recommend uh, a nutrition program or being consistent with your nutrition as a top priority if not the number one priority before you make any changes well and honestly um, in my opinion in those cases that I refer to you, if they change their diet, they don't need me. And right. that's the bottom line. I don't right. want to be needed. That's important. If I'm if I'm if I'm needed, I'm here. Right. But and you know, and we are um, you know, we do a lot of other things, but in those cases, you know, I don't wanna take anyone's money if we're not right. gonna be making right. if we're not gonna if I'm not gonna be part of moving that needle yes to a better health. Sure. Yes, and it's not a business model they people. needed a diet they needed somebody to um, hold them can uh, um, accountable they needed a plan yes. and you know and of course what I love about um, what Debbie does is that she focuses not just on the actual food but also the mental aspect that's that really is a huge um, disconnect in terms of you know people think they just don't have the willpower but that's not true at all correct we all have the desire right and we all have willpower for three days to do any diet right right but what happens after that and that's where debbie excels and so well thank you well i have been so fortunate to be able to work with dr bashimo i would love for you to take a look at her and get more information at beingfunctional.com and for more information on a six-month nutrition program with us at integrity training systems please give us a call at 636-299-2208 or take a look at us at integritytrainingsystems.com. Thank you so much for coming on, Dr. Bishimo. It's been great having you. God bless you all, and thank you for listening. Thanks, everyone.
My name is Debbie. I'm a mom, nutrition coach, and my husband and I own a gym. I'm also a baker. I bake healthy cookies, brownies, and muffins that are high in protein and low in sugar. And yes, they are gluten-free and dairy-free. Our daughter, Sophie, is our greatest inspiration, so we decided to name all of our baked goods after her. The idea for Sophie's cookies, brownies, and muffins came out of a real need to provide our daughter with a healthy snack. These healthy snacks make her more alert, balanced, and overall more joyful. We know that our baked goods are a better way to snack, and we want everyone to experience it. If you like snacking, then you will love our baked goods. Sophie's cookies, brownies, and muffins are for all ages. We don't want anyone to miss out on the benefits of our delicious and nutritious snacks. These are going fast. Order your very own Sophie's cookies, muffins, and brownies today.